2: WRKS Pickens-Jackson All systems go Live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio It's now our audience. Live in the studio It's the of Bounds Show with Low Bounds. Streaming live worldwide on the of Bounds Radio app And on your radio at ESPN 105.9 All set, ready. let's go The Zone
3: We're back. I know it. I can't believe it either. Out of bounds. I am your host, Bo Bounds. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. The big weekend in Stark Vegas. Looms large. Ole Miss at Mississippi State. Uh, The rivalry continues. For the seam heads, too, this weekend. Including Blake Mania. We are powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge and award-winning Dancing Rabbit Golf Club. The new clubhouse is fully renovated. The Azaleas and the Oaks, powered by DancingRabbitGolf.com. Book your stay and play now. Good golf, Sportsbook and Lounge, Phillip M's to uh, cap it all off with an unbelievable bourbon selection now. Their F&B manager must be either new or I don't know if something happened. but I like it. Uh, we're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. And our Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors caller line is 601-707-3750. Twitter, Twitter, at Bowbounds. Twitter, Twitter, at Bowbounds. I haven't checked out Twitter today, Blake. Maybe I, haven't I haven't either. Damn. That's not true. My IQ may have dropped the last hour and a half. It's been up. Um, okay. Ag up equipment text line 601 885 3776. 885 3776. And um, it's National Pet Day. So I made sure to take Rex out twice, my 16 year old dog that can't uh, see or hear. But he's a good pup. And uh, all probably seven pounds. He's a little powerhouse. Um, but, uh, I think he's kind of thrown off. Wendy's coming back today. He doesn't <laughs> understand really what the schedule is. Uh, so when I have to pick him up, he's like, what, what's going on? It's, uh, he's used to staying in bed a little bit longer, but named after a Star Wars character. He's, uh, he's a pretty cool dude. Lots of personality, even though he's, uh, kind of on the, um, he may be on the seventeenth or eighteenth. I'm not sure, but uh, it's all good. He he gets a lot of treats. Wendy tells me I give him too many treats. I give him a treat every time I at, come in the house. At this point, what? Why not? I mean, it's like Warren Buffett said, he eats ice cream every day. What are we I doing? Mean, you know, man. he's ninety. Just enjoy do it. Do whatever in the hell you want. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, are we excited about the show today? Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. I, National
0: Pet Day. I mean, who doesn't love their pet? Yeah, some people go crazy, like overboard. There's With the invention of social media, became the invention of pet social media. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's people
3: who run whole accounts for their pets. Well, and when Tito's had the slogan, Vodka for Dog People, (laughs) that was a game-changer for them 15 years ago. Yeah, that was smart. Absolutely. I don't know how many Tito's Vodka dog leashes we've given away. A ton. And how many people over the years have come somehow I've run into them again and they've been like, I love my Tito's dog leash. I'm like, Yeah. You just told me that and we're at a football game. Yeah. Or we're in a restaurant.
0: That's very funny.
3: Or some kind of event that I'm yeah. whatever. Pets
0: are uh there's we we'll get into this later in the show, but there's some interesting
3: numbers behind
0: Americans and
3: their relationship uh, with their pets. Forty-eight. Per, this this could scare some people. Some people could be all in. You never know in this area of the country. Forty-eight percent of Americans think pets go, can go to heaven. Hey, all dogs go to heaven. Uh, there was a movie. Yeah, exactly. Was it a book too? I have no idea. But it, I watched the movie as a kid.
0: Yeah, that was it was a big movie. Yeah. Well, huh. I mean, you
3: got to look. Pets are. You know, I don't uh, like cats. Can't stand. Well. There's And an I'm, I'm very—I question people who are cat people. Yeah, there's—it's interesting. And I was never going to marry a cat person. Person, I'm say don't. You better finish that sentence. You okay, marry a cat. Yeah, some people probably are married. <laughs> like, you know, do weird stuff like that. Whoa. Go to Vegas right. and marry their dog or cat.
0: Yeah, but I—I um, I think it's interesting that we still judge people based on whether or not they're a dog person or a cat person. It's like the NFL question. Yeah, you know what I mean we're coming up on the NFL draft, are which we? is the amazing time that we always highlight the ridiculous ways in which football front offices try to evaluate players off the field. Yeah. And one of the great questions, one of the great segments is when they go through all the worst questions that they get, right. All the bad questions that they get in interviews. And it's always like, if you were a dog, you know, what kind of dog would you be? Or, you know, what kind of animal would you be? Or, or would you be a cat person or a dog person? Makes me think of that NFL uh, video where the guys like, "We don't want a bunch of cats in here. We want a bunch of dogs." He starts barking. The NFL. Oh, talking. I'll find. Is the it audio. Dan Campbell? No, no. This is way old. This is like a maybe a Colts coach back in the day. Oh, I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna find the audio because I wasn't thinking about it until ju- literally just thought about it right now. Okay. Um,
3: I'll find the audio for 7:30. Outside of Dan Campbell, who's got the most meathead in him as an NFL head coach? Ooh, in the NFL, yeah. Oh, that's a great question. And Dan Campbell, I, I, tip of the cap, he turned the Lions around yeah. this year. So his, his you know, I was just thinking about that out loud. Um, I was also thinking about this. Speaking of meat, talking about a meat feast. 2023 NFL draft prospect rises above hefty competition at all-you-can-eat meat buffet. Oh, hello. And gains nearly 10 pounds. Oh my goodness. Yeah, how about that? That sounds
0: terrible and amazing all at the same time. Yeah, I just thought I'd let you that that's a meat feast. Yeah, no, that sounds amazing. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That sounds like me in high school going to We should to, have a, a a meat feast at, at Kessler. It it that sounds like me you in high school. You think you can eat more Girling steak than me? Th- uh I mean I used to,
3: I don't know about now. I don't eat nearly as much anymore. Uh, I okay. really don't eat very much. Well, that's because um, you've you've got a new honey hanging around, nah. and you're watching your physique.
0: No, I definitely have, am not watching my physique. I, this is I. Anyway, yeah, I haven't eaten much in a long time. Uh, it was the Coastal Carolina football coach talking about we want a bunch of dogs, not cats. Is that the former CEO? Uh, no, the Bennett guy that Presser. made a bunch of money in no, Ameritrade? No, no, this is whoa. I don't know. This is ten years ago. I don't remember that being this guy. But. Yeah,
3: there. It was. It was at a school like that in the. Carolina mid-Atlantic region guy had had made a ton of dough and then became a head football coach and used his business principles to to be successful I have no idea about that had had become a multi 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 millionaire prior to becoming a football coach interesting no
0: I don't know about that but I do know that this was uh one of the the great rants of all time. And we'll have, we'll have the audio on the other side. So uh, I got it right here. I just got to radio proof it radio. proof. Well, well you know, you can't, you gotta be careful. We might be on podcasts. So we're also on air and we get in trouble for things
3: like that. That's true. We can say whatever we want on podcast. And, uh, Reverend Bully was referencing that. Yeah, the cats and dogs. There you go, Coastal Carolina AgUp Baby, you guys are coming in hot. I didn't even look at this. Okay, people are sending in cat pics. Oh man, uh, cats. I don't. I don't do cats. Can't stand them. Don't want to be around them. Don't want them near uh-huh. me. I stayed somewhere. Um, oh, in college, I ended up sleeping at this apartment and. Uh, I'll cut to the chase, long story short. and You were uh, traumatized? And I woke up and a cat was on top of me. Uh, and I was already, you know, I'm already allergic. I, I can't be around dogs that shed. Traumatized. Or, and then cats. <laughs> and so, you know, we've come a long way from the 70s and 80s when people True. had uh, six-inch thick rugs, uh, I'm sorry, carpet in their homes and then decided to put up drapes that could stop a nuclear missile. And people smoked inside, along with on airplanes. (laughs) That was incredible when I jumped on an airplane in the early 80s and looked over and somebody's just getting after Marlboro. Um, So I'll I'll continue that story um, maybe on the other side. Good morning. Welcome in. The show is powered by the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook and Lounge. About time to start betting on some college and NFL football. Big board coming up next.
1: Swoochie Boochie. Good morning to you.
2: Big Board. What's on the Big Board?
3: Big Board presented by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center will continue to monitor Hunter Elliott. Speaking of sports injuries. Will he uh, come back in the next couple of weeks and uh, take the ball to the bump? Start pitching again for the All Miss Rebels. Will he? Will he? Presented by MississippiSportsMedicine.com. Speaking of other injuries, Hennon uh, Hooker coming off an ACL. Uh, that's. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I mean, that's not a big deal anymore. He should be fine. I mean, look at what happened to Tony Pollard the last game of the year. Yikes. Uh, although Dallas is putting a lot. Uh, Dak was not healthy um, that year. And then the arm thing happened, too. But, uh, you know, you talk to people in the business. Dak, Dak played and never missed a beat. But he was not what you want to be by August one. Of training camp and then september whatever that is the thursday night after the college football season as y'all know starts is when we get the nfl so i don't know i i, I read an article on the athletic.com that said that dallas is putting a lot of faith in tony pollard to be like 100 percent that first weekend with the 10 and a half was wasn't it the 10 and a half million dollar about yeah, 11 million dollar tag, tag yeah. yeah um not a not a Michael Gallup has
0: yet to be healthy, so I'll just
3: throw that out there. Yeah, so our our sports injury discussions brought to you by Mississippi Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Center. Can, Tol- can Tony Pollard really be one- – by the way, he, he was hurt three-plus months later than Dak? Yes. So I want you to think about that too. And he plays a position where you have to cut and run around a lot more. I mean, Dak has to run, and he's a mobile QB, not to the Lamar Jackson extent, but we all know that – that Dak can roam out of the – get flushed out of the – I mean, he's made some unbelievable plays running, you know, sideline to sideline, and plus he can tuck it in, and get some yards. But a little bit different deal when we're talking about our running backs and everything that we ask them to do. So I thought it was, you know, Maschota and those guys talking about it, it. What? How realistic is it for Pollard to be super-duper healthy by eh, August 15th, 20th, going into the Cowboys season? They didn't seem – that confident is maybe Jerry and Steven, but Jerry and Steven are probably in a yacht in uh, Turks and Caicos, and that's, yeah. how, that's how you really grind is your own managers. They're confident uh, those checks are cashing. That's right. That's right. In, in New York and in, in in New Orleans and Cincinnati and Pittsburgh and Kansas City and, you know, Seattle and, and well, San Francisco, have they turned their franchise around? Mm-hmm. You know, they're all getting into the office depending on time zone right now or have been in the office. Uh, Jerry and Steven capped off another uh, $2,800 steak meal last night, and they'll cruise on in about, you know, 945 this morning. They'll be ready to lock in NFL style. (laughs) We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Want to welcome you in. Say good morning. We'll have Mike Dettelier at 830. Mike D, baby. Talk some NFL draft stories. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush, first-round pick by the New Orleans Saints. Holy Mary Olzeb. Um, I can remember being at Monday Night Football when he took two back and almost took a third back. I was with my man, Rush Agent. He was our producer at the time. And uh, who got... Uh, we had a client invite us down. Had great seats. Um, Like the 25-yard line, row Ooh. 20... Wow. And both of Reggie's uh was it a punt and a kick? I can't remember. But it was it was against the Vikings on Monday night football. But anyway, uh both were right in front of us. And then the third one, he tripped right around the forty five yard line. Now will mm-hmm. he had made it? I don't know. It looked like he had a really, really good shot. But uh Reggie Bush, first round pick for the Saints, went on to have a, a good career with what, the Lions? Did he make a stop with the Dolphins and then the Lions? Anyway, he had some really, really productive years. He wasn't great, but he was good. Uh, well, he was more than solid, and always dangerous. He's great on TV, but polarizing draft pick. Yeah, it was the. Isn't it funny, Blake, that the NFL had not realized by then that That's... drafting a quarterback that, er, uh, sorry, a running back that early, mm-hmm. that the the position of deva- had been devalued. And and Mike D has told us this before and he'll tell us again. Sean fell in love with him and it was over. Nobody nobody was telling any any you know nobody in the building was telling Sean anything else. No. But it reminds me of more recent picks
0: like Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley. Yeah. And those those
3: are years later.
0: Top yeah. Those we're closer to those than we are to Reggie Bush's last time he played a football game. I mean, like, we're, we're talking about modern-era players. I mean, Zeke just left the Cowboys, Saquon's, you know, still the Giants. I mean, that's—the running back position is always going to be one that some teams and some coaches and some NFL guys are going to always get caught up on. I mean, we talk NFL drafts all the time. Somebody's going to draft Bijan John Robinson out of t- t- uh, Texas in the first round. Yeah, it doesn't make sense but you can get that it. player
3: in the fourth. Clyde but, Edwards-Hilaire out of LSU uh, yeah, went that, in the first that, round that was not one of Kansas City's better picks no look so, look, look who took the reins number 10 in the Super Bowl yeah. and, and was their featured running back I mean you you know you just find really you gotta be healthy by then that's it because all the guys are, are within a whisker of each other if you're just healthy by then You've got enough because he he made some unbelievable yeah. plays in the Super Bowl. It's uh, Isaiah Pacheco
0: is who you're referencing, and yeah, it's uh, he was Pacheco. Like a he, was, he was a good guy, player. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Rookie.
3: Uh, Find that guy anytime, yep. anywhere. No point in investing a ton of money. You know, Dallas wasted fifty to seventy million on Zeke. Mm. The Giants took the bait on Saquon. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So it's in,
0: it's interesting, but yeah, the 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 Reggie Bush. Draft. I mean, look, he was not electrifying. He was can't look away from the TV in college football. I mean, when Reggie Bush got the ball in his hands, he was going to do something insane and make, granted, Pac-12 defenders already looked bad, but he was going to make them look real bad. And that was fun to watch. And he was out of Southern Cal, the glitz and the glamour, Pete Carroll, all that. I mean, it made sense that Sean fell in love with him because Sean's about that lifestyle. Sean's about the L.A. glitz and glamour. Absolutely. And so Reggie fit, fit that bill. And he, he wasn't a bust. He just... No. He, the pack. He wasn't worth what you
3: got him for. No, the Pac-10 at that time was so bad. Mm-hmm. When he was running by people, you thought, oh, wow. And then he got to the NFL and everybody was just as fast. I just remember that swing pass well, hit he took. Sorry, they weren't just as fast. But he just wasn't going to be that
0: dominant player. No. He took that swing pass out. I don't remember if it was right or left side, but then he got de And I remember he's talked about this before on sports or something, but that was his welcome
3: to the NFL moment. Hey, I got to tell you this story real quick. Uh, Joe Moglia is the guy I was talking about that became the CEO of Ameritrade and eventually the head coach for Coastal Carolina. Oh, okay. And... He worked at Merrill Lynch for seventeen years before becoming the CEO of Ameritrade. Interesting. He was a uh, football coach early in his career, then left it to, to do the finance career, then came back, and then came back after making a ton of dough. Interesting. And isn't, it, isn't it awesome? That interesting. I, I'd remember it's, this article's in Forbes, and I remember the article here and some other ones. And uh, it's either Joe Moglia or Moglia. Interesting. and okay. He, uh he he went to Wall Street made a fortune with Merrill Lynch and Ameritrade yeah and then uh yeah and then boom took two unpaid coaching internships with the University of Nebraska went around the world and eventually got the call from coastal Carolina <laughs> that's funny how about that that's great.
0: That's incredible. That's a unique, unique journey through life. Sure.
3: (laughs) Stock trader to college football coach. Man, you think it's a good week to be John Rom? Yeah, absolutely. Masters champion, exempt forever, exclusive club forever. He's He's 29 years old. He's exempt forever. That was powered by Edwin Watts Golf Shop on County Line Road. SEC Insider hit next. you think Nick Saban likes dogs? Absolutely. I was thinking about that during the break. He's a dog guy. You think? Or does he have time? You know, he doesn't have time to order food. Well, let me rephrase that. Or or have conversations with people if, if it doesn't entail, you know, Alabama football or recruiting. But
0: coming home and the dog that your wife takes care of being there doesn't require energy or
3: effort, right? Okay. You feel like he's. Uh,
0: I guess my thing do is. You,
3: do you think he's ever walked to the pantry? Because he again, for according to Saban, every second that he's not thinking, you know, he's got to be thinking about how to get an edge, and especially now that Kirby Smart runs college football, do you think that he's ever taken time out? Because you know he's got probably a 12000 square foot home. Do you think he's ever walked into the pantry and grabbed a treat and given it to his dog? Well, yeah. Or do you because, think it's already got to be out on the counter? No, he can
0: walk in the pantry okay. because he can be thinking about, like, defensive concepts as he walks to the pantry. That's gotcha. Not, yeah.
3: Okay. Um, a cornerback backpedaling, but but yeah. if he could backpedal well, through the pantry. Well, that's what I was about to
0: say. Maybe he's taking, like, routes like a receiver. He's thinking, like, okay, if I go five and out, you know, right. into the pantry. he can. He's already stepped can that run off. I could a backside curl got behind it. it. Yeah.
3: Got it. <laughs> Okay, but
0: but but if you're asking me, is he a dog or a cat guy? He's a dog guy. Yeah. If like if we're defining, if we're going through the SEC coaches, which is maybe not a bad idea, and you say this is a dog guy or a cat guy, Saban's a dog guy.
3: For sure. Yeah. Zach, Kirby's a Zach dog Arnett guy, is a dog guy. Yeah, I, I could see Zach's Zach's got a big dog. Yeah, I could see that. You know, like uh, probably minimum pound. 70 to 80 pounds, but I could also yeah. see him getting on up to a... A big old Roddy. Yeah. 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 Um, you
0: know what's funny? I see Sam Pittman golden being... Golden Retriever. Yeah. I see Sam Pittman being a lap dog guy. Just for the irony of it. Like, he's a big dude, but I could see him having his wife's, like, you know... Like, like, like Rex? Two, like Rex. Like yeah, yeah, multi- multi-poodle. Yeah. Or his, like, little... Yeah, some type of uh, poodle version, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because
3: I think soaking wet Rex is probably seven pounds. I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 16 years old, seven pounds, and still a little party animal. The Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I'm your host, Bo Bounds. Blake Scott with me. Mike Dettelier will stop by at 8.30 today. Mike D, baby, tell some draft stories. We'll start with Reggie Bush. Out of Southern Cal to the Saints, man. Had the black and gold nation going Crazy. As uh, Sean Payton and Mickey Loomis got that thing, and Drew Brees obviously got that thing rolling in uh, in in New Orleans, Blake, I, 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 you'll you'll think this is funny. Um, I, I got to tell you the Saints story, uh, and and the SEC Insider hit this morning is brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue, the official healthcare provider of the Out of Bounds Show. Um, healthy you healthy you bcbsms.com um, don't forget about all the health and wellness benefits of just a 30 minute walk a day compound that over weeks months in the year blue cross blue shield of mississippi it's good to be blue this is 105.9 the zone espn i want to thank you for going to apple podcast and searching out of bounds with bow bounds we did an interview with Golf Insider Matt Janella after the show yesterday on Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods, and Matt's as insider as it gets. Right, one of his closest friends and business partners is Alan Shipnick, who wrote the book on Phil Mickelson last year, The Good and the Bad. And there's you a know, lot more one of those. Than yeah, the other. <laughs> well, no, there's a lot of good too. I mean, as far as philanthropic Phil, I mean, they t- look—he's—he's he's insanely generous. And then he's, you know, uh, a mega uh, ego crazy man. Um, And and I mean, a lot of people burn those that way, you know, especially we all, we all, I think, I think we all strive to be a point, you know, you want to be in that 0.01%, but there's only so many Phil Mickelson's or CEOs of Ameritrade. And, um, it, it is a remarkable, it's well worth the audio or, or reading it, but anyway, uh, Matt Janella um, stopped by yesterday, and that's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Search out of bounds with Bo Bounds. If you missed the segment where my son finally realized that our show, our podcast is on Spotify, and he thought that was cool. Like, I don't get many cool <laughs> points. That's so funny. And we were sitting there, and we, we now, because of MS Smart and Jake Manning, I have Spotify on my TV with the Sonos and the surround sound. And so he takes the remote from He's like, Dad, let me play the music. I go, okay, great. You got it. Because he listens to some of what I listen to, or I listen to some of what he listens to, however you want to look at that. And he goes straight to Spotify, and the Out of Bounds logo comes up. He goes, you're on Spotify? Huh? You can't be that cool. Or, or I don't even know if it was, you know, necessarily a that cool of a factor, but... Anyway, we talked about that in a late segment yesterday, too. But Matt Janella stopped by. He's been with Sports Illustrated, Golf Digest, and the Golf Channel. Matt's the one that took me on a tour of the new Golf Channel uh, studio several years ago when I was down in Disney World. He was kind enough to invite me in. I got to see the morning drive show, all of it. And and I got to see where Scott Van Pelt and Megan Mullin started uh, 22 years ago. In this place, I swear. I mean, our studio is ninety million times better than that. And then I got to see the new studio that NBC Comcast had just built for them, which is nice. It was extraordinary. Yeah, it was like tw- uh, fifteen thousand square no. feet. It was so cool. It's got All the, the simulators d- in yeah. it and stuff. Yeah. And, and Janelle was like, "Here, dude. You know, grab a golf club and da-da. And I'm like, "Dude, I can't. I can't <laughs> swing a golf." He went, "No, it doesn't matter." And uh, so Janela would would always be on Morning Drive, and that was that was a cool factor for a for a Mississippi kid. And um, I don't know where, Oh yeah, so he stopped by, and he's been great. And I, I, real quick, Matt Janela came in town for the Viking Classic once, and they paired him visit Mississippi because they get it visit MS. They paired him with Governor Haley Barber on a Wednesday pro am, and then later that night we went to Shapley's, which is now Kessler Prime. This was like oh six seven I don't remember, and and we went and had a big meal Blake and then we ended up at Havana Smoke Shop Boom. smoking cigars and Paul Overstreet Grammy winner from Mississippi from the Mississippi Gulf Coast he has a country music marker has made millions That's writing awesome. for Brad Paisley and Kenny Chesney and um Allison Krauss and so on gets out the acoustic guitar that night okay. And Paul's an amazing musician, but he's just not he's not Kenny Chesney. Yeah. But he has written for them and he does a whatever, hour, hour and change acoustic rift. That's riff. sick. It it was ridiculous. Yeah, that's awesome. was ridiculous. So that's awesome. we've got a giveaway today. We got to get back into something really serious. It's National Pet Day. Uh, the Out of Bounds show, ESPN one oh five nine The Zone, brought to you by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Mississippi. We got a really cool giveaway. Really, really cool. So we gave away the the Masters flag, right? I mean, brought to you by Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. What a, what an incredible giveaway! And Brad Martin won that. Brad, you should love us forever. <laughs> and, and and Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. All right. So today's National Pet Day, and Blake and I were talking about our dogs and pets and 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 dog people and cat people, and we're going to tie this into SEC football coaches here in a minute, but. Because Tito's, about 15 years ago, dropped uh, a pretty cool marketing campaign, to say the least. Um, vodka for dog people. And they had already grabbed the whole red, white, and blue, our is made in America, uh, not in Europe or Russia. And, and they had already taken off, but then they went to another level with their whole vodka for dog people campaign. It was brilliant. So we're going to give away a Tito's vodka dog leash, a Tito's vodka um, golf towel and a commemorative uh, 25, uh, 25th anniversary piece that's really, really cool. It's a, it's like a bottle bottle topper. Yeah, it's a yeah. bottle topper, Yeah, but it's heavy, and it's really nice. Uh, Tito's doesn't mess around yeah. with their merch swag, and we've got a couple of boxes coming our way, which I'm thrilled about that. So that's the giveaway. All you have to do is tag us on social media with your best pet pick. Boom. Tag us on social media with your best pet pick. That's how you enter, and you could win. Oh, and we're going to throw in some Y'all Lifestyle swag, too. So, tons of Tito's Vodka stuff and some Y'all Lifestyle swag for the winner. Let's do two winners. Okay. We got tons of Tito's stuff back there. Then. Okay? Boom. I want to pick two winners this morning. Um, And tag us on social media, best pet pick, Twitter handle, at Bo Bounds. Twitter handle, at Bo Bounds. Uh, I'm on Instagram at probably shouldn't be at bo underscore bounds at bo underscore bounds and then uh, Facebook. We're on the uh, you just search the out of bounds show and there's some other spots, but that, I think that's enough, don't you? He's
1: the big wolf, wolf in the dog.
3: Yeah, 100. percent So Lane Kiffin's made his dog famous, Juice Juice, through social media, no doubt, and um, that had a lot of kick to it prior to the to the losing streak. <laughs> but uh, but it's still something that people get in into. It's because everyone loves dogs. Everyone loves dogs. Just about, yeah. And like, I love my dog, you love your dog. Oh, uh, of course. And uh, I never thought that I would, you know, love a dog like I love Rex uh, because I grew up um, allergic to dogs. And that was at a time when, I don't know why, but people had a bunch of shedding dogs in their homes or something. Anyway, um... <laughs> And, and and again, people had carpet and thick drapes. You know, I mentioned that earlier. Um, boy, let's let's get an eight inch thick carpet for the home, and then let's throw up some drapes that could block a you know a nuclear war missile. And, and that's kind of some of the I, I caught the tail end of that growing up. And then and then I never had a dog, so because I was allergic to one. And the one that we got in Bellhaven got hit. Um, and then my dad was done with that. and I don't blame him. So we did I didn't have a dog growing up. Didn't get one in college. I know that's a big thing now. Get one in college, get one after college, so that your parents can keep it as you travel in your twenties. Because I read a <laughs> Wall Street <laughs> Journal article about that. Um, my my good friend did that. Yeah. And and so here's where I am with Rex. You know, Rex weighs seven pounds. He's a multi poo. He's 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 a dude. Got a lot of personality. Can't see and hear as well now, but uh but still funny. Um and he's a dude so 16 years we we've, we've had you, we've had rex
0: do you consider rex a part of the family yes okay so according to this study where am i 91 percent of pet owners consider their pet quote part of their family yeah would yeah. you consider rex your one of your best
3: friends See, what am I I haven't really thought of it like that? Thirty three
0: percent of dog owners call their dog their best friend. I haven't
3: haven't thought of it like that. Because I'd maybe if I'd have been like had a a lot of people had a dog for like twelve years growing up, right? Correct. And then and then that dog would pass away and then you would get one in college.
0: Correct. Or right afterwards. Yeah.
3: Now I think that's all a bunch of nonsense because you can't even take care of yourself in college, (laughs) much less a dog. Uh. Um, and plus I wanted, I wanted to be able to jump in the car, 2021, 20, 22, 23, go wherever you want. Exactly. Yeah. And we did. Um, and, and there is a, a, a little bit of a hiccup on that, but other than that, and I'm not a cat person, I'm no. very, I, 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 question cat people and, um, well, it's and I was never going to date a girl that was a cat It's funny you say lover. that. Do you, do you t-
0: evaluate people differently if they say they don't like pets or animals like that no okay because it says over a third of americans say someone it makes someone appear less trustworthy if they don't like pets okay interesting interesting i've heard that before like oh if you're you know if you don't like a dog how could you trust that person right who could who could hate a dog, right? That's the that's the kind that of is hard to do outside of like a dog that yeah. that bites people. Yeah. But an evil person. You know, that's the idea. It's like, oh, you must be evil, right? You right. must be a bad person if you if you don't
3: like a dog. Yeah. Um I love that. I love fifty eight percent of us think walking a cat on a leash is fine. It's ridiculous. Ben Nelson golf and outdoors caller line, six oh one seven zero seven thirty seven fifty. Uh easy go golf cars. Perfect for the neighborhood, your manufacturing facility, obviously your golf course. Um, Among many, your, oh, man, your farm, your land, easy go, powered by Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors. Blake?
0: Before we go to the phone lines,
3: uh, do you, have you bought Rex a birthday or Christmas present? No, but Wendy.
0: Oh, come on. No,
3: Wendy takes care of that. Okay. But I give him the treat. So because I give him so many treats, (laughs) So, he freaks out when I come in. Because you're the treat guy. Because I'm not there as much. You're the candy man. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I give him a treat every time you Every come in. time I come in the door. Yeah, so... Plus, it settles him down, you know, he, he sees and I just you, put it in his dog
0: bowl. Yeah, he sees you or senses you now and goes, oh, I'm getting fed.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that, that's a good deal. And I figure the last, you know... That's how your kids, on, kids on look On your at last you. run, you know, he's not... I mean, 16, so no. I don't know how much longer it'll be... He will, uh, the, about the last two years, maybe-ish, I, I give him treats probably three times a day.
0: And, he, and you should. Yeah. He's a good boy. He deserves it. I'm all about that. Do we have a caller? Yeah, we do. Patrick wants to talk dogs. Patrick's
3: on the Ben Nelson Golf and Outdoors caller line. Patrick, good morning. What's up? Hey,
1: good morning. You guys are hilarious. Um, two things. Really large men date usually really pretty women. And what do pretty women have? Little bitty dogs. Yeah. So it, it, Ditka, look at pictures of Ditka. He's walking his wife's dog. My dad was the size of Luke Keekley He had a little schnauzer and hated it at first, and then it was his best friend. And, you know, you see these guys, large individual men with these little bitty dogs because of the women. So, and they grow to love them. Uh, duck hunters aside, so.
3: Duck hunters um, aside.
1: Uh, dog they're, they're always going to have a lab and kick the other dog when she's not looking.
3: Oh, so, wow. Patrick coming in I mean, hot.
1: Call it like it is. And, you know, definitely can't date girls that don't eat queso, right?
3: Yeah, hey, are you in Birmingham now or are you in uh, Charlotte. Carolina?
1: Charlotte. You're yeah. in Charlotte. still says Pat from Birmingham, so that's okay.
3: <laughs> I hope you're doing well, buddy. Be good. All right, so that's Patrick. Um, he's in Charlotte now. Listen to the show. Love it. Love it. Streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. All right, giveaway. Blake, we want um our friends, listeners, to tag us on social media with their best pet pick. That's and right. that's how you enter and you could win our uh our big Tito's vodka uh, dog leash uh golf towel and commemorative twenty fifth anniversary uh bottle top, which is really nice along with some Y'all Lifestyle swag, we'll give away too. And so tag us on social media, at Bo Bounds. And that's on Twitter, at Bo Bounds on the Twitter. And then Instagram, at Bo underscore Bounds. And our Facebook page is The Out of Bounds Show. Easy. All right. Uh, This is some audio from a football coach talking about dog and cat people, I think.
2: Trying to get our two boys ready to carry them to the golf tournament for practice, right? 12 cats live across the road. Our door's open, the screen's broke. We need to get a new screen door, but the screen's broke. So you can come in through the screen, but you can't get back out of it. I turn and look, there's a little kitty cat in our, in our kitchen. So I said, what are you doing in here, little kitty cat? By that time, eh, the cat turns, tries to get back out. That screen won't go that way. Cat starts going, meow, meow, all crazy. And I told our players, we need more dogs. Bo's barking in the back, I have to go shut Bo up. Mel's like, what's going on? I said, it's a cat in the house. Cat in the house? I said, yeah, there's a cat in the house. So I told our players, I tried to let it out the front door. Meow, meow the cat's still going crazy in there. And I told our players, you need to be more like a dog. We don't need a bunch of cats in here, meow, looking in the mirror. But I look good, I got my extra bands on, I got my other shoes on. Be a dog. We don't need no meows, we don't need no cats. We need more dogs. 16- Sixty
3: <laughs> Wow. We need more dogs. Obviously, one of his dog's name was Bo, which is awesome. What a great name. And and who was that, Blake? David Bennett. He was the Coastal Carolina coach.
0: This was from eleven years ago. He served at Coastal Carolina from like oh four to oh ten or something or I mean oh ten, but yeah, like oh four to two thousand ten or something like that. And uh he was there for a while. Uh but that that I remember that going viral and it's always made me laugh because in football it's true. We we do this in the NFL combine interviews and the draft interviews, and then he does it in his press conference. It's hilarious. Uh, you gotta be a dog if you're gonna be a football player. You know, you can't be a, a cat because cats are cats. Ain't you know? They're not vicious. They're not attackers. They're not big and aggressive.
3: Shoot, you gotta be a dog. Run uh, up on a big.
0: Well, that's what I'm laughing about. Is like run
3: up on a big wild cat. You know, dude, out by your garbage can or or somewhere. <laughs> It's just see how that works. It's
0: funny how football coaches operate mentally, right? Like that's such a football coach mentality. He's dealing with a cat in his house, and he's like, "I gotta have my football players gotta be like dogs."
3: What kind of dog does Kiffin have? What is it's a use? golden retriever? Okay, so what would Arnett have? I think like a t- a lab. I-, I could see Arnett with a with a really good looking. La- so that fit Golden retriever fits. Lane train. I see Arnett with a lab. For sure. I could do that. I could I could also see him with like a... I mean, Black hun- Labs are beautiful. I
0: know he's not from the South, but I could see him with like a hunting dog style. Our neighborhood. Because he's one. in Startville, right? Like yeah. I could see him with a hunting dog style dog, like you said, but bigger. Yeah. Like something like that. Labs
3: are great hunting no, dogs. No, no,
0: I know. I, yeah, I was thinking they had like a, a blue tick or something like that too. Like that something, too? Something big. I see, like Patrick said, I could see Sam Pittman having... A like small you do, yeah, like a poo or a terrier, something. Yeah. like There's something small that he like carries around with him that just like proportionally does not match him at all. Ah, like I could see that for sure.
3: Somebody asked on the agup.com dot com text line if I don't like, I I can't stand cats. No, I don't. You know, I'm just, I'm not a cat guy. Oh, apparently Juice is a yellow lab,
0: not a retriever. Oh, he's a yellow yeah, lab. So okay. there you go. All
3: right, so. We could we could definitely fit our net. Our net looks like a guy who could who could go out with a hunting dog Absol- for sure. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I this is
0: crazy. I don't what freeze. I could see freeze being a cat guy.
3: Nah, I don't. I think he would use the dog. I see for freeze recruiting. as more of a mid to You know, again, a fifty seventy pound dog um in that in that range i think freeze would just carry with him
0: what he needs to recruit the said player that he's going to whoever's house. oh
3: no question i'll believe in auburn and love it war eagle just makes me want to bathe in it how about the fact
0: that ole miss fans immediately started texting in he's a lab you have to (laughs) know one cares about your dumb dog sorry like, Juice Kiffin. Who cares?
3: Oh, man. I don't
0: need any SEC program adopting a secondary mascot that is a fake Twitter Well, they account. can't
3: figure out what their mascot is in the first place. That's also true. Identity crisis. Is I mean, like I, I rode that. Look, I've been a part of this thing. I've been on air since 03. I <laughs> rode the whole... Ma- what There was <laughs> you one did. show. You we did. took, like, 44 phone calls how? On, on the Ole Miss mascot. How, no, how fun was I the- could have done it... it if you would, oh my god! How I'm
0: fun surprised. was the Admiral Akbar situation when people were like, we're going to be a Star Wars character?
3: <laughs> uh, it's it, a trap. <laughs> Easter says that Arnett would have a Rottweiler. That's what I said first. Oh, did Roddy. You? Roddy, yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I could see that. Big Rottweiler.
3: Yeah. I could see that for sure. It's I mean, like
0: his defense.
3: It's Arnett. Aggressive. He, he looks like an overachieving college linebacker, which is what he was.
0: Brian Kelly feels and I mean, like he's he still was
3: built. Yeah. Like, you know, a dude.
0: Brian Kelly, I feel like, would have a high-strung show dog that you can't pet.
3: No question. <laughs> Brian <laughs> like Kelly dog is, you don't want is anything to really, do. really high-strung. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine that. I mean, I, I don't really picture Saban relaxing, but I do not picture Brian Kelly relaxing. No. Not at all. We'll talk about maybe what Jimbo Fisher would have. Josh Heupel with Tennessee. We do have a bunch of guys who are thick. And Jimbo's thick, Stoops is thick, Arnett's thick. Who's Heiple's the best
0: th- animal mascot in the SEC? That's the real question.
3: The Bulldog. We are the Out of Bounds Show, brought to you by Blue Cross, Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. Good morning. Welcome in to the Out of Bounds Show.
2: When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time